0: yeah look i mean i've worked across so many different things I've, I've managed teams in in travel um in surgical devices um i i also have a uh an interview coaching business um i have i collect hobbies like there's something wrong with me. uh so <laughs> collect I'm, hobbies yeah I like i'm i'm a beekeeper i've been a a, a champion home brewer um i, I now recently kick chickens um uh Uh, Like I'm obsessed with surfing. Uh, I love fishing. So like, I guess I'm, um, ah, look, I go well at parties. I'm an interesting dude. (laughs) (laughs) But my poor wife has to. uh I've been told by uh, some fancy HR people that what I strive towards is a portfolio career. So it's not the cut and dry corporate. I want to go rung, then another rung, then another rung. I have no problem going to a rung and then stepping back or going sideways or just blowing, changing ladders yeah or blowing up exactly blowing up the whole ladder <laughs> so I, I i was thinking about this in the shower i have no idea how you'd introduce me but um but it, but i i tell you what i am i'm obsessed with the highly engaged teams uh, it's an obsession uh so if there's one thing that i suppose i was put on the earth for i'd like to think it's it's um revving up teams and getting getting a group of people to go in 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 the right or the same direction and that's it across homebrewing and that's across sales um yeah so it's uh i don't know what i'm more proud of my corporate career or starting uh the the the, the only and the most accomplished homebrewing club in <laughs> queensland
1: <laughs> i think that's awesome all right we're recording
2: With over 50 years and millions of worldwide traveled miles between the two of us, we have tasted defeat and relished in sweet, sweet victory. Looking for inspirational entertainment,
1: motivation, and practical insights to drive your business? Welcome to The Selling Podcast. You also collect friends along the way, and you you do it so masterfully, and it's just... of your personality (laughs) but i know that there's a science behind it and i know it's like brewing i you're gonna add just the right amount of ingredients everywhere you go yeah to get the right results so that's kind of where i wanted to focus oh
2: cool
0: cool oh i'm looking forward to telling you my
2: secrets on this week's episode of the selling podcast we are joined by a manager of teams he's managed teams in medical in the surgical side He is one of the co-founders of Interview Coaching. You can find more at signetcd.com, link in the description below. He's also a collector of hobbies, whether it's a champion home brewer, whether it's surfing, fishing, or even raising chickens. He strives for a portfolio career. He's also obsessed with highly engaged teams. We welcome to our program, Damian Cook. Woo! Damien, welcome for being on the Selling Podcast. Oh, Damien. Uh, great to be here. I want to meet me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you sound right, too then, good to be true, don't yeah. you? <laughs>
2: there are going to be several of those things where people are going to say, wait, what? And huh? Yeah, yeah. So, let's, so, so, so let's knock off some of the favorite. Where are you from and wh- where do you enjoy surfing and fishing the most?
0: Yeah, so where I'm from, I'm from Australia. Um, and uh, I was raised in Sydney. And now I live in uh, the hinterland in the Gold Coast, uh, but spent a a good chunk of time in Burley Heads, which is right on the beach. Um, And I think if if I had to choose a a great surf spot, it'd be back at my old uh, uh, break, which is just Burley Heads um, and Burley Point Break. But uh, now I am in 20 minutes inland and I'm looking around myself now and I'm in the middle of a a rainforest. So um, now I have to choose my surf days a little bit more. with a little bit more um, decorum than I used to. I just don't uh, walk out the front of the apartment and go for surf. Now I just sort of have to pick them. (laughs) Now I sort of wade through the chickens and the bees and the various uh, (laughs) veggies that we've got growing around.
2: (laughs) Um, Well, if any of our listeners are wondering and saying, wait, why Australia? It's because Mike and I, in the Selling Podcast, we are extremely popular in Australia. We are one of the top 750 sales podcasts in Australia. It is (laughs) Remarkable.
1: Yeah, I think right. we're 749, but yeah. it's close.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. there's only 10, but that's fine. <laughs> we'll cut it off. All. all right, yeah. so ra- Raising Chickens and Champion homebrewer. Yeah. Let's knock those off the list before yeah. we get into interview coaching.
0: Yeah, yeah. So look, something that I like, and they're great things to mention because one is, I suppose if we're gonna use a product uh, analogy, one is at its end of its life cycle. You know, one is at the uh, at the tail end of, um, you know, it's about to be commoditized. You know, we've all been we've all sold products like that. Um, and the other one is uh, we're in the uh, the crossing the chasm where we're, we're realizing that we're completely uh, ignorant of what we're doing and we're about to spike up. So the home <laughs> brewing <laughs> the home brewing hobby was one that I uh, started about 10 years, actually exactly 10 years ago, almost um, almost to the day. Uh, and that was when I was still at OrthoCare, where I originally met Mike. Uh, I was working way too much. And I walked past a homebrew shop and the guy said, oh, you know, I, I'm an organic chemist. Um, That was one of my degrees. And so something drew me to the kind of the wet chemistry idea of of brewing your own beer. And look, and I'm a guy. So the thought of making my own beer for heaps cheaper just appealed to me,
1: not, not realizing the rabbit
0: hole I was about to uh, go into. Um, and, uh, bought a kit and then I've just been, I was obsessed with it for about seven years, um, and, uh, started a homebrew club called the gold club, which is, uh, which is one homebrew club of Queensland, I think for about four years, which is impressive. And, uh, oh, and, uh, I started a, a small, uh, brewing company called beach break brewing. I was really, really invested in homebrewing. And then uh, had our first kid, Finn, um, uh, my, my eldest boy, who's now almost five. And I just, yeah. it, I, it, I just didn't have the spare time. I still loved it, um, but I just sort of uh, it just sort of fell off the bandwagon as it were. And now I've, I just don't drink that much. I, I, it doesn't agree with me. As I get older, having a few drinks does like the payoff or the, the after effects aren't worth the payoff. So the, yeah, the, not, <laughs> the trade-off is getting worse as I get older. So I just, I don't really drink anymore. But that was a hobby that I feel comfortable has gone through its peak and is now in uh, the very bottom of the valley. But picking up the slack is raising chickens and keeping bees, both of which I know so little about. And uh, frighten me. <laughs> um, How frightening.
2: How many chickens do you have?
0: So we had eight. Now we have six. So that gives you an idea of the... Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you well, so idea. you've had dinner for the past two weeks. and it's yeah. Just fine. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So look, now we've got, yeah, we've got a, a, a rooster and five hens. And uh, it's, it's really fun. I love it. But the bees is, a, is, a, is the newest hobby and probably the most complex. That is, if either mm-hmm. of you have kept bees before, good grief. That is... Um, it's a, it's a full on thing. So I, w- what I was saying at the start is something that I think sets me apart from, um, kind of, kind of average is that like, I'm obsessed with putting myself in positions where I know nothing. And that, that's really what excites me. I don't like, I don't like the coast. I like the, the, the accelerating, I don't know what I'm doing, but I have to figure it out kind of vibe. So, um, uh, so that, yeah, these. <laughs> And chickens are my new thing, but look, in a couple of years' time, it'll be something else. It'll be raising peacocks or something random, uh, uh, because that's where that's my happy place is is learning new stuff.
2: (laughs) Mike, Mike, do you find most salespeople are like this? Because I'm, I completely relate. Like, I recently I did welding for a little bit. I did woodworking, Mm. and then I got into cooking. Now I'm doing a little bit of sewing. Like, is this Mike? Do you typically find sales
1: reps do this? The good ones. Yes. <laughs> I find the, the really good sales, <laughs> yeah, the really good sales reps. They want to know more, and so I'm mm-hmm. listening to Damien talking about all his different adventures, and thinking about each one's going to take him down a different road, something new to learn. Mm-hmm. But I, there's one piece that you're leaving out, Damien, yeah. and it's the way you approach it. You approach it very methodically. <laughs> because you want to break it down and understand it. Go back to your chemistry comment, where you get a degree in organic chemistry. You want to understand it. At okay. The Mike, level. Mike, yeah. his comment was one of his
2: degrees. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, wait, what? I mean, that's not how I would have. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. One, one, of, one of my degrees. It would be, chemistry. to me, it'd be one of the classes I may have slept through. Was. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So
0: right. how
1: do you, you take the same approach to sales, Damien? It's just something I don't know, and so there's more that you need to learn. Talk a little bit about that. How does that shape what you do when you're getting a team to excel?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. I, to be honest, I'd never really made the uh the connection, but I do. Look, some would say methodical. Some people would say uh, like obsessive, and some people would say, "Man, something wrong with that bald guy. He's just a bit too." <laughs> um, so I think uh, I. I had a, 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 it's, it's, we're in a a period of transition at the moment where I've transitioned out of one role and I'm about and choosing really, it's choose your own adventure. I'm choosing my own kind of path and where I go from here. And so with that comes pain and growth. And you know what? I forget every single time I'm in the growth phase and it's hurting because I'm an idiot. um, I forget how much it hurts um, but there's something <laughs> that i love about being in there sometimes it's when i'm in it i'm like wow i'm so um i'm i'm so consciously incompetent here uh, and i kind of love it but there's also times where i think why did i why did i choose this path it's it's hurting too much so i think what drives me to 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 learn and to understand and to get better at things is that a, i am a perfectionist so I, I have a real hard time with, with being mediocre, which someone has said to me is a classic hallmark of someone with ADHD. But hey, I don't know, take that what it will. I just say I have a unique brain. Um, <laughs> so I, mean, yeah, I don't like mediocrity and, um, and I don't like being bored. So if you chuck those things together, it's like a bit of a, a perfect storm for someone that wants to learn new things but then hates not knowing them well. So then accelerates through that early stage and keeps going until I get to a decent amount of competence because that's my happy place. But then because of my stupid brain, I get bored and I have to jump into another thing that I don't know that then I obsess over getting better at. And, uh, and, you know, the cycle continues. And look, the end result is I'm hilarious at social gatherings and parties and I can talk to, literally anyone. I just need like those. Was, there was a case where we were, uh, there was, there was a, a, a very important, uh, heart surgeon, actually the, the most important Australian heart surgeon, a guy called, um, Dr. Jans and, and, uh, and look, we're, we're all salespeople. We're all trying to, uh, to quote, uh, Mike here, we're all trying to get to that kind of inner circle. Right. Um, and uh, we're all trying to get to that part where if we're in town, we could catch up for a coffee and it'd be comfortable, which is again, Mike, I don't know if you remember saying that, but I quoted you many, many times. And 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 so to get there, you need to have like a, a common ground, right? And and I heard in passing that he. So something else that I haven't mentioned: I'm a pretty accomplished mushroom grower. Uh, and um, <laughs>
1: are you? Serious? Is that a thing? Uh, and, and,
0: so, and so he mentioned that he was looking into growing truffles, and I was like, ah. All right, let's roll. There, there's what, the yeah, connection. That's all I needed to hear, baby, and then I was in. <laughs> I was like a savage. And um, and then before you knew it, I'd I'd agreed to give him a mushroom log, which I have, and we still keep in contact, and we send each other mushroom, good mushroom photos. And uh, and and so, so I think to answer your question, Mike, I think that's why it may seem like a methodical, but it's just an obsession of getting better at things and not being mediocre, combined with um my love of learning and love of of, of trying new things. So it's it's the same as- How
2: do you balance that? How do you balance that? My wife hates that characteristic that I have, where I am, if I'm into building a desk, she will lose me, and the kids will lose me. I will be in the garage building the desk until it's finished. Yes. How do you balance it? Because I do a horrible job at it.
0: Yeah. Look, I, mostly it's just choosing the right wife because I don't balance it at all. Once I, do it, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Alicia makes a joke sometimes, um, and she had a bonding session with another girlfriend because they both suffer through similar husbands um they know and i would be interested to hear scott your theory on this or well, your wife's theory they know when we've got a new thing because a, a heck of a lot of stuff starts turning up in the mail from ebay or amazon mm-hmm. so it's just there's, mm-hmm. a, there's like a big peak uh, and uh, at one point <laughs> during the pandemic uh we ran out of hand sanitizer in australia and so um i actually won well one of the reasons I won a sales award one year, the people leader of the year award at Medtronic was that uh, I used my uh, home brewing and chemistry degree to uh, distill a whole bunch of 93% ethanol that I then combined with some aloe vera out the back of our apartment to create hand sanitizer for my sales team. And in that I got obsessed because I had excess alcohol. <laughs> Uh, because then all of a sudden the hand sanitizer businesses came back online and there was no need for demos, bootleg, hand sanitizer. (laughs) So then I had liters and liters and liters of of alcohol that I didn't know what to do with. So then I got obsessed with doing um, compound gin. So compound gin is you get the clear spirit and then you soak it in the botanicals. And so Alicia had to deal with like there was about 20 different little packets of botanicals that turned up on different days so look how do i balance it i don't i just succumb to it (laughs) and and Alicia just i think she she uh she finds it kind of adorable because i I, she sees it for what it is and, and and it's just this thing i'm obsessed with but i'll know everything about it in a couple of months and then i'll just move on to something else um but look the output is that she gets some very fancy gin and we get farm fresh eggs. And we have some award-winning beer on tap. So, hey,
1: who should complain? And some incredible mushrooms.
2: Yeah, it's somebody, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: my oyster mushrooms, of which I've actually had, a, had an opportunity to grow them on old clothes. So, again, the pandemic I'm so thankful for because there was a, it allowed me to indulge in a lot of uh, my hobbies. Um, and, uh, and that was one of them, getting really obsessed with growing mushrooms during that time. Um, I grew up on all sorts of things. <laughs>
1: You know, one of the things that I like and appreciate the most about Damien, and it's always been this way, he's not afraid to try something new. <laughs> I mean, and, mm-hmm. and there's not a maybe I'll just test it a little bit, but no, it's it's a hundred percent full bore, all in. We're going to do this, and it's just full speed ahead. Yeah, that is
2: spectacular. Right, but w- but with that, what you're doing is you're actually providing results. I do want to transition, make a huge left turn. I do want to talk about signet yeah i want to talk about what you're doing for interview coaching and then i do want to get into you just casually dropped people leader of the year award i do want to come back to that but first yeah let's talk about signet yeah what exactly is it
0: so signet is um uh, so signet coaching and development is uh, a business that we started um originally to coach people through the transition from pharmaceuticals to surgical devices, because I'm going to guess, maybe it's an incorrect guess. I'm going to guess it's similar to the States where the breeding ground, not personally, but for the majority of people, for surgical devices is pharmaceuticals Um, and probably the entry level. Is is it similar? Very similar. Yeah. So the, the, the big disconnect though is that there's lots of people in pharmaceuticals that that will go for a device role and they won't have enough experience, or, wow, you've never been in theater, or you've not been a, a scrub scout, or you've not been this, or
2: you've not been- Sorry, this. theater, you're gonna confuse a lot of oh. our US listeners who are who are thinking we're doing a stage production and not actually yes. surgical. Yes, sorry, <laughs> the oh, um, Theater is actually the operating room. Yes, Perfect. yes, the operating
0: room. So, um, Perfect. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, please. Uh, uh, my Australian. Translate my Australian vernacular. <laughs>
1: it's terrible. No <So laughs> colonial, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so. No, here in the states, you have a lot of pharmaceutical reps that are very set on here's here's your script, here's your call pattern. Yeah. And they don't understand what goes into being a good device sales rep. So yeah. and that's so we, where the, the Signet came in?
0: Yeah, that's where we started. And then um, part of it started as um, Surgical Device College. And then we eventually tweaked it into um, Signet coaching and development because what we noticed was that people coming in and wanting to transition across to devices, uh, to surgical devices, um, what they needed the most was. Uh, help with their interviews because we would include a mock interview in the whole course. And that was the highlight of the course for all of them. And so what we did, we tweaked the business to focus more on the interview coaching. Uh, and so now mm-hmm. we partner with a few of the, the main recruiters um, in surgical devices in Australia and they palm, or oh, they, they, they handball uh, us uh, talent that is ready to to, to go for devices, but just need help with their interviews. So um, basically the, the business at the moment before it evolves again is that um, people come in, uh, we do a mock interview, and then we do some coaching, and then we do another interview afterwards. So we usually spend about three hours with them. And uh, the diff- it's so much fun um, because we get to see people start so clunky and so awkward and, and put their foot <laughs> in it continually um, to the point where, you know, we've all been, uh, you know, I, I've interviewed lots of people and so have you guys. W- you know, when someone drops a bombshell and says something just inappropriate, you think, no, 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 no. Okay, that, never say that again. Never talk about your divorce in an interview. No there's, one
2: cares. There's, there's, no, there's no coming back from that one.
1: No, no. Never no. mention mushrooms again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I <laughs> know, I know, I know.
0: Like asking someone what their biggest mistake has been and like they mentioned their relationship. So no, don't say that. So so being able to tweak people's the talk tracks has been great. And and I mean, just like in devices, our role as um as reps and as managers is always to influence the best device in the best surgeon's hands, is what I think. Not our device in every surgeon's hand, just whatever the best device is right. that might be someone else's. So just similarly, uh, in interviews, you want to get the right candidate in the right role. And there's nothing worse than having someone interview badly and miss out on a role when they were the best person. They just happened to mention their break, their marriage breakdown and it put the interviewer off um, or, um, you know, whatever. So, So I think that's been really, it's been quite fulfilling. The challenge is, though, personally, is that I interviewed yesterday. And so technically you could say I'm an interview coach. So one would think, right. That I would just be like have firecrackers shooting out of my fingertips. They'd offer me the job on the spot. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't, it's look, that's not true. Uh, and I have a feeling, I have a feeling and I'm not a big football guy, but I would imagine there's lots of football coaches out there that can coach very well, but give them an actual football and they can't kick the damn thing. So so uh, I had a, a, a challenging, um, uh, a challenging mental conflict yesterday with my perfectionism because the interview that I was a part of, I wasn't as strong as I would have liked to have been. So look, anyway, I smile. Wait, how it.
2: how how come?
0: What happened? What happened? I struggle, and this is so. Uh, my my wife loves reframing things about my personality to make me feel better about them. And so, <laughs> God bless her. So she says, and this was a quote from someone. Hey, Damien, like,
2: this, this has been a lot of fun. fun. Is your wife
0: available? We'd like to <laughs> <talk to her. laughs> yes. the sequel with Alicia, and the whole the <laughs> podcast just starts like this.
1: <sighs> uh. <laughs> Heavy sigh.
0: Yeah, so. um, uh one of the things that she's she actually heard so one of the other degrees i did was um law so um, uh, i did a law degree and one of the girls i went through law school with i'm glad you
2: didn't choose a challenging one like yeah. gonna say something, something oh, yeah, like organic chemistry is
1: difficult or something yeah organic oh, yeah. chemistry yeah. wasn't nearly challenging yeah, yeah. in there like, yeah i'm, I'm, I'm like in education yeah,
0: and reality but uh, but she yeah. said that one of the things that people that are intelligent struggle with again she's trying to make me feel better is uncertainty. And so to answer your question, why did it not go that well? I struggle when someone asks me a question that I have a feeling they don't think is as wide and as massive as it is in reality. And I struggle. So the questions that I struggle with are like this. So Damien, so keeping in mind that I'm obsessed with engagement in teams, obsessed like, I, I've written a draft of a book on it. Like, I'm obsessed. So, when someone asks me, So, Damien, how do you, uh, how do you make a team, ensure a team is highly engaged? Like that, I could do a day's seminar on that. And I struggle <laughs> answering a question so massive and one that I take so seriously without stopping the interview and saying, Hey, if I'm going to answer this, I need 15 minutes and I need to do a deck. I need to give you a PowerPoint presentation because I can't. I can't just do this as a little sound grab. And so the question they asked me was that, like, how do you engage your team, Damien? And, and I, I sort of struggled a little bit. And the other question they asked was, how do you, can you give us an example of a time where you um, had a challenging conversation with someone and, it, and you don't think it went that great?
1: Well,
2: you can only imagine what question we come back with next. I'm sorry to do this to you, but we are going to have to cut this interview right here. We will pick up next week with Damien, and I promise it is a great second half of the interview. Come back and join us. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Selling Podcast. Have a great week.
0: This up, I'm going to quickly shoot. I'll be two ticks. My kids are upstairs, and I know if I click this, it'll connect to their iPad. Which I don't want. <laughs> <By the way. laughs> we'll have a podcast of Coco Melon. All right, two things.